This is the Apex United Methodist Church podcast. Let us pray. Oh, Holy Spirit, come and open our hearts to receive what you have to say to us today. May we welcome you and your words as you welcome us. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. We used to pick on my grandmother for being a danger in the grocery store because she would walk through those doors with her grocery list in one hand and in the other hand an awareness of all of the people that she could welcome and feed in the coming days. She would always leave with a bill that was a mile long. My grandmother loved to host people in her home, and so she would spend most of her time in the store at the freezer section looking at all the appetizers she could buy so that she could please a crowd. Whenever I would pop over to my grandmother's house to visit with her, I never knew who to expect in her home from longtime family friends to new people that she just met and invited back to her modest but welcoming home for food and fellowship. She kept a plaque in her dining room that read, Be not forgetful to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. This comes from Hebrews chapter 13, verse 2, and it was the motto of her life. She never hesitated to entertain a stranger And more importantly, she never let anyone feel like a stranger in her presence. My grandmother taught me a lot about the practice of Christian hospitality. Too often we simplify hospitality to mean entertaining. We throw a dinner party for friends and family and call it hospitality when we have their favorite food or a nice ambiance. And those are great things, but they're only a small piece of what Christian hospitality is. Christian hospitality is so much bigger, so much more encompassing, so much more rewarding. Today, we are going to talk about Christian hospitality as a divine command. Throughout Scripture, God commands us to care for and welcome and honor the stranger, the excluded, the folks who are oppressed and suffering, those who are in need of shelter or food or belonging. I could spend this whole sermon just pointing out the different places in Scripture where God commands us to do this, but I won't do that. I just want to point out a couple to you. In Leviticus, the Lord commands us to offer hospitality with these words. When an alien resides with you in your land, you shall not oppress the alien. The alien who resides with you shall be to you as the citizen among you. You shall love the alien as yourself, for you were aliens in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. And in the New Testament, Paul tells us in his epistle to the Romans, contribute to the needs of the saints. Extend hospitality to the strangers. So you see, hospitality is not optional in our life of discipleship. It is a divine command. But before all of us introverts panic because we hate entertaining, let's talk about what Christian hospitality really is. Here's my definition of Christian hospitality. 
Hospitality is the act of creating compassionate space for friends and strangers alike, welcoming them into relationship while honoring Jesus within them. I'm going to read this one more time. Hospitality is the act of creating compassionate space for friends and strangers alike, welcoming them into relationship while honoring Jesus within them. Keep this definition in mind as I read to you now from our scripture passage today from Matthew chapter 10, where Jesus tells his followers, whoever welcomes you welcomes me. And whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in my name, in the name of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. In this passage, we find Jesus sending his disciples out into the world as missionaries, where they will build relationships with strangers and share the good news that God's kingdom has come near through Jesus. So Jesus tells his soon-to-be-deployed disciples that Jesus stands in solidarity with them, no matter what kind of reception they receive. If they are welcomed warmly and kindly, Jesus is with them and shares their joy. If they are welcomed with abuse and violence, Jesus is with them and shares their suffering. Those who honor God at work in them honor God, and those who abuse them abuse God. And however people receive them, those people will receive their due reward. These words were meant to empower the disciples as they go out into a hostile world. And they're also meant to teach us how to be faithful when we are on the receiving end. How we can faithfully welcome strangers. Jesus wants us to know that how we welcome make space for, and receive one another is how we are welcoming, making space for, and receiving Jesus. Jesus wants us to know that our hospitality or lack thereof has an impact on our relationship with him. In his book, I Was a Stranger, a Christian Theology of Hospitality, Arthur Sutherland writes this, it is ultimately the stranger that shows us who we actually are. Our conduct toward the stranger is the measure of our obedience to the command of God. It is the stranger who shows us who we actually are. It is the person who is different from us, who is outside of our circle, that shows us the state of our heart. Because how we treat the stranger, the outsider, the other, reveals the health of our soul, the health of our relationship with Jesus. If you'll remember my definition of Christian hospitality that I shared earlier, I said this. Hospitality is the act of creating compassionate space for friends and strangers alike, welcoming them into relationship while honoring Jesus within them. Christian hospitality is not primarily throwing an epic party. 
It's opening up your heart to be in relationship with other people. Hospitality requires that we are not too busy or too closed off or too insulated to engage in a meaningful way with another human being, especially strangers, those who are in need, and those who are different from us. Because creating compassionate space means that we give people the freedom to be themselves when they are with us. We invite people to tell their story and we take the time to listen. We seek to understand with a humble openness of heart. Creating compassionate space means we are willing to let a stranger's story shape our own. We have been talking in worship the last few weeks about racism. And one of the questions that Pastor Tim is challenging us to consider as we work to dismantle racism is this. Who am I listening to right now? Who am I listening to? Am I only listening to people who look and think like me? This is a question about hospitality. Are you making space in your heart to engage with the stranger? People who are different from you, who see things differently, who experience things differently, so that you can hear their story. Are you creating compassionate space in your life to consider things from a different perspective, to receive a stranger's story with kindness and respect? A hospitable heart is one that is willing and eager to hear another story and allow it to challenge her own. A hospitable heart is one that seeks out diverse voices with respectful consideration. I love these conversations and community videos that Pastor Tim is having with uh, Pastors Frankie and Pastor Asa from First Baptist in Apex. It's been inspiring to me to overhear these Jesus-loving pastors share their experiences, share their hopes and challenges, and find unity in our common humanity and our common commitment to the kingdom of God, which is as beautifully diverse as our world. These videos are an example to me of mutual hospitality. These three pastors in the video are opening their hearts to one another, creating compassionate space to hear and understand, to respect and to love. And above all, these pastors are showing us that Christian hospitality means we see and honor Jesus in the other. This is so important. The call to hospitality is the call to see Jesus in everyone around us. As Ana Maria Pineda writes in her essay on hospitality, when it is most fully realized, hospitality not only welcomes strangers, it also recognizes their holiness. It sees in the stranger a person dear to and made in the image of God someone bearing distinctive gifts that only he or she can bring. The art of hospitality is learning how to look at strangers and see Jesus, to recognize that everyone, regardless of race or gender or class or creed, everyone who we come in contact with was made by God, is loved by God, and is a means by which God comes to us. 
There's a story told about an older monk teaching a younger novice about this very thing. He tells him, I finally learned to accept people as they are. Whatever they are in the world, a prostitute, a prime minister, it's all the same to me. But sometimes I see a stranger coming up the road and I say, Oh, Jesus Christ, is it you again? My grandmother's plaque now hangs in my dining room. Be not forgetful to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. It reminds me of her legacy in my life, and it challenges me to practice the kind of hospitality that God commands me to practice. And I will admit that I am not as faithful in the call to hospitality as my grandmother was. I get too siloed, too busy, too comfortable, too focused on my little bubble of a life that I often fail to offer compassionate space in my heart and in my life for the voice and presence of the stranger. Sometimes hospitality just sounds too hard too exhausting for my introverted heart. But my grandmother's plaque reminds me that as hard as difficult as, difficult as hospitality can sound, its reward far outweighs its challenge. Because when I make space in my heart for strangers and friends alike, they fill me with more love and joy than I could have found without them. When I choose to love, I have found that love just grows more love. When I look for Jesus and everyone around me, I realize that Jesus really is all around me. I realize that the kingdom of God really is in our midst, that I get to see Jesus everywhere. And that is a great reward indeed. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen.